following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mix Shots here inside the SWBC podcast studio at the beautiful Star in Frisco. You are so right. Noon on a Tuesday, it is Packers week. Mickey has his Cowboys blue star on. Everson, what are you sporting today? I got my Black College Hall of Fame pullover, which is going to set the tone for what I want to talk about. All right. I can't wait to hear what Everson wants to talk about today. All the the Packers that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I just read something. They got 28. Wow. 28. That's crazy. But then and, they were, and the Cowboys have a couple of Packers in their in the right. Pro Football Hall of Fame who both play for both teams. Being one of them. But, that, but then they've Craig. been playing since 1933. But Herb made it a point to say that he is not a Cowboy fan. Mm. I mean, Adderley. Yes, he sure did. I, I saw the quote, and he he was like, "Hey, you know." Well, he got raised by the Packers. Exactly. He did, and that was kind of the, the tone of his statement. He, which, won, which he, he won all those Super Bowls, I mean, or NFL championship mm-hmm. games with the Packers. Yeah. However, when the Cowboys won their first Super Bowl in 1971, and I've got my Cowboys. Yeah, oh, he guys. can look wow. it up. Where did that come from, uh, <laughs> How many interceptions did Herb Adderley have in that 1971 season when the Cowboys That's won their first Super Bowl? Well, why don't you tell us, Bill? I'm about to tell you. He had six picks that season for the Dallas Cowboys, and now he's dissing on the Cowboys? Yeah, he kind of, he kind of, you know, kind of dissed us. Like I, like I dissed the Giants, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I love the, that Giants team, but not the Giants fans. So, uh-huh. yeah, right. I, I, I kind of get it what you It did one thing for you. It did one thing for me, uh-huh. just like it did one thing for her. Uh, yep. And now uh, he was uh, six. That's a cute number. That's a nice, cute number for interceptions. We got a nice tour behind us. I, got, I had yeah. seven and nine, so that's all he got was six. <laughs> oh, sorry, well, fourteen games. Was it fourteen? All right, you're going to force me mm-hmm. to look up Herb sorry. Adderley's statistics on Pro Football Reference. In the meantime, Mickey Spagnola, look at all this. It, you've got hey. a full legal pad. These yeah. are Everson just noticed his adoring fans that's outside. I'm talking about podcast. myself at the time. These so are these I'm, are Packers shots. Talking about myself, here. I'm distracted. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Everson Walls. Yes, they're taking pictures of you, Everson. There you go. All right, Mickey, what did you say? I said I got a whole list of Packer shots here for you. Oh, Packer yeah. shots. He grew yeah. up a Packers yes, fan. Yes, yes. So yeah. we're not going to so, enjoy this too much. Bill. Nope, not at all. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you don't have your Packer green and gold on, <laughs> yeah, Mickey. Right. Where's your letter jacket? <laughs> you know what? I, I don't, don't think I think they I check you at the door when you start wearing stuff like I, that. I don't think I ever had. I mean, that wasn't a thing to buy stuff back then, was there? I mean, <laughs> well, at least not in your family. <laughs> yeah. Well, not they, in mine either. We were all Packer fans, uh-huh. but yeah. Yeah, was, mine either. <laughs> <laughs> that was an expenditure we could afford, by the way. I guarantee you. Um, okay, don't lose your train of thought. So two two numbers <laughs> two numbers stood out when I was kind of looking at things. So in the Packers' loss to Detroit uh-huh. was fifteen to nine. 
Aaron Rodgers' quarterback rating was 53.5, thanks to three interceptions. The other one... By a team that just fired their secondary coach. <laughs> right. <laughs> the other one I was... mean, they're firing everyone except the ones that matter, right? <laughs> now, we're going to get the D-line coach. Oh, well, what did he do? <laughs> that was right, terrible. right? What did he yeah. do? Not the defensive <laughs> no, coordinator. No, not the coordinator. No, we're going to get you. We're gonna no, get he the already... Guy. The defense coordinator already quit. Oh, <laughs> well, see. In Carolina. Because he, he, he messed with his... He got, he got fired coach. when Matt Rule got fired. Crazy. So, but back to Packers. Mm-hmm. And Rodgers... His cap hit for this year, $28.5 million. Next year, he's guaranteed $59 million. Mm. And the only way they get out of it is if he retires. Who then, in their Then right- what's the cap hit if he retires? Oh, the dead money? Uh-huh. Uh, it was going to be even more than the 59 guaranteed. <laughs> so, so... They're you know, in a whole heap of trouble up there. Yeah, and that's what happens. And I'm going to bring this back to the Cowboys. And when you start signing these type of deals, uh, and then you're going to moan that, <laughs> oh, we got to, I need some wide receivers. Well, they can't afford wide receivers. They have about the same amount of cap space right now mm-hmm. for this year as the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys is right at seven. Theirs is seven point seven million. So. Yeah, there's. It's, that's why it's a cautionary tale for this Odell Beckham Jr. stuff. Because what I read is he's not just looking for a prove-it deal for the rest of this season. He's talking about, well, I, I'd like to get someplace for four years and be able to buy a house and quit all this suitcase carrying stuff. Hmm. Well, if he wants that, he ain't playing for cheap, right? So, I mean, when you start talking about a, a prove-it deal, you know, you start off with a prove-it contract. Well, it's a five. It's going to be five games, basically, mm-hmm. by the time he's ready to mm-hmm. play, mm-hmm. right? And then, it, how? Who knows about playoffs, right? So, yeah. So you know, they're up in the ante for, you know, everybody's. Oh, the Cowboys are interested. Okay, we're interested. I'm going to kick that tire, but I can't afford much because next year. We talked about it, right? Next year, Dak's base salary goes up. You're going to have to re-sign um, Diggs. You're going to have to re-sign Lamb at some point if you don't want them playing You're in the final year. Not that far away from the Parsons. And then contract. Parsons is coming up, right? So you got to be careful saying, well, yeah, we're all in because we're going to win the Super Bowl. Well, okay. The Packers were all in a couple of years ago when they signed Rodgers, and now what kind of shape are they in? Mickey, you are a year away from Terrence Steele? Yes. <laughs> yes, this is his third year. Uh-huh. He's, he's got one more year, and he's a free agent. Guess and, who else? Biotish? But I'm, I'm, I'm talking, you're talking about a, a tackle in this league. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay? yes. An offensive tackle in this league, and what do offensive tackles command you, on the even free agent market? Even if you're market? the right, even side, if you're right? the right tackle, yeah. I mean, you're talking upwards of ten million dollars a year for your right. And tackle. he's playing well. Mm-hmm. He yes. is playing well. Yeah, he's playing very and, well. And, and, and no, no one talks about that contract that's looming. And and if you look at the rest of the league, everybody's desperate for tackles, so somebody will pay them. 
Mm-hmm. Now, can you afford to pay them, or are you going to have to start from scratch I think the again? bare minimum, assuming Terrence Steele is, keeps playing where he's playing right now, is a three. The bare minimum would be a three-year, thirty million dollars. Yeah, that's what I had in my mind mm-hmm. when you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to be careful how you spend your money. You know, I had some cowboy fan said, "Well, I, I'm all in. Just spend what you got to spend this year and try to win the Super Bowl." And then I said, "And then you're good for ten years of you know maybe losing records like happening to some teams." Um, or what if you spend all that money and you don't win the Super Bowl and then you don't have money going forward? So I just think you have to be realistic about this stuff. You know, when you start talking about having that much money available or how much you have available, and I brought this up little. yesterday. I brought this up yesterday. So in the offseason, there's no more uh, quarterbacks, you know, or, or high play, high-paid players, you know, D- donating to the to the, oh yeah 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 to, to donating the to the cause donating they're, to the they're taking as much money as they don't they can do get. that they don't do that now do we do this is that in the makings I mean because Rogers extension or three year deal that he resigned was three years one hundred and fifty million mm-hmm. forty point eight signing bonus that means million fifty one hundred and fifty point eight guaranteed and one hundred and one point million guaranteed at signing so yeah he wasn't thinking about the team right mm-hmm. he didn't consider that we got any money to pay a wide receiver uh, we can't keep Devonte adams no matter if you're mad or not we just don't have the finances to do it and not only that he his his offseason uh participation was minimal right and that didn't help when it came to having the lack of receivers with lack of experience and you, you know, trying to get accustomed to how they play and, and having and, a rapport and with And you're going to have teammates. to raise young guys, That's right? That. He, he, because he it's not, not for to, just this year. He chose year. not to address that much it, in the offseason. It's down the line. That right. These are what you're going to have to go with. You know, they signed Randall Cobb, and it, it wasn't that much. It was like he, I think his base salary was $2 million mm-hmm. for a veteran like that. Well, unfortunately, now he's on IR. Yes. So, um, you know, they kind of made it, and he helped make that bed right he now did. that they're in this three and six uh, so can start. So can he remedy that in the offseason by helping uh, donate to the cause? He would have to restructure significantly. But usually when you restructure, you're getting paid some mm-hmm. as a restructure bonus, and you kind of move, keep moving it down the— Kick that can down the road. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't get any less expensive. Well, he'll be retiring soon. He turns 39 next year. Yeah. So, I mean, does that sound feasible for a 39-year-old Hall of Fame quarterback, highest paid, right, to go into a situation like that this next offseason? Okay, this is my yeah, last year. especially coming off a 3-14 and 14 year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was reading. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're three and six yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> Boy, not optimi- much optimism there. I mean, I was coming reading. off a year like we anticipate him coming off of, does that bode well for a 39-year-old future Hall of Fame quarterback to go into a situation where I'm going to restructure my stuff for this one last or one last right. two years? Yeah. Does that Does that – Sound feasible to you? No, because if you're restructuring it, you're still what I you said, kicking mm-hmm. the, the money down the road. So mm-hmm. at some point, you know, he may not get it, but the Packers are going to have to uh, account for it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, and they were. I was reading the Milwaukee Journal and the Green Bay Press Gazette, and there was already columns about. You know what? If they, it's like every game going forward was almost a playoff game for them right now. Yeah. And that in 2023, you have to consider. You know, you're going to blow it up. To, to start over mm-hmm. in 2023. Yeah. At only nine games into the season, they're mm-hmm. already writing up there about blowing it up. And that's usually not a real uh, aggressive media core up there. I mean, I'm not saying they're fans because I have a you know decent guy I'm friends with that has been covering them at the Milwaukee uh, Journal for years. Uh, but they're just being straightforward, and you well, know if you what? Look, if you look at their their pattern in the last three or four years, uh, the team and Rogers have not been eye to eye on pretty much anything. Well, you know what was funny? Somebody and I haven't found the story yet, but somebody said, uh, and we had him on last time the Cowboys played the Packers. Mm-hmm. Remember Tom Silverstein? Mm-hmm. Um, he had written a story pointing out that you know how. Um, Everybody was writing at the end for Mike McCarthy up there in 2018 that he and Aaron Rodgers weren't seeing eye to eye. Well, he wrote a story just recently how Rodgers and Matt LaFleur aren't seeing eye to eye. I don't think Rodgers ever sees eye to eye with anyone except so, with maybe Devontae. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, so that that's already cropped up, right? Um, you know, and yesterday, and we'll get into the things Mike McCarthy said about going back, but, you know, he kind of, once again, kind of defended the relationship with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. saying, you know, he enjoyed the conversations they had, their meetings on Monday, and he said, we usually ended with a hug and I love you, you know, and it's like, <laughs> well, okay. Hey, let, let, let me tell you something. This is one thing that I, I have always, as a defensive back, I guess I'm a little bit discriminatory, because I hear things where quarterbacks are always being... Am I using the word placated towards? I mean, we we just kiss their butts <laughs> over and over again. And and don't ask a wide receiver to say anything bad about any quarterback. Yeah. Oh, man, because he wants to get touches. He's going to get frozen yeah, out. Wants, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, to me it's like, it's, it's like, you know, a, a taboo uh, uh, subject <laughs> to talk about. You know, it's like talking about race relations when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers or talking to a quarterback because all they want to do is just make sure he's happy. Don't say anything to, to upset the apple cart and we'll be fine. And that is not the case, especially when you have someone as combative as saying Aaron Rodgers. These last three, four years, it has been, I'm over here. You guys handle your business. I'll come in when I'm ready, and I'm going to be ready because I am Aaron Rodgers. And to me, that is not a that's, – that's what you do with tennis players. <laughs> that is not a team sport. It is not a team sport attitude. And we give these quarterbacks – and, yes, I'm speaking strictly at quarterbacks. We give them too much leeway and too much benefit of the doubt. So real quickly, I know we got to. Oh, take you're just gonna run by that, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> you you covered it. There's nothing I can add to that. You nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. But I was gonna say, and they're in this situation, and now they've got injuries. Yeah. They lose Rashawn Gary, their leading uh, sack guy. He had six in the first six games, and he hadn't had any since. But he tore his ACL. 
So he's done. That was a linebacker? Yeah. The yeah, linebacker. I saw that the other night. That Their was bad. cornerback, that was bad. Eric Stokes, has an ankle and knee, and he left the game on Sunday in a walking boot and crutches. So that doesn't seem bode well for him. Their wide receiver, uh, Romeo, is it Dobbs? Is that how they yep. pronounce it? He's yes. a rookie, right? Yes. Uh, he's got a high ankle sprain, so he's out a couple weeks okay. at, le- at least, right? Their other rookie wide receiver, Christian Watson, was big on Bill's list. Uh, was. <laughs> <laughs> he had suffered. That. He had he had <laughs> suffered a concussion. He had to miss a game. He came back this past game. And he got knocked out of the game. They said it wasn't a concussion, but he couldn't finish the game. So they're saying he might be back this week. And then running back. What are you laughing at, Bill? <laughs> keep, keep going. I'll tell you. This and running back Aaron Jones left the game with a knee. And they're saying, and he didn't return. They're right. saying he has a chance to come back. And so. they're, who's their backup running back? Dylan? No, A.J. Dylan. A.J. Dylan. How's he doing? Because I, I, I think remember- he's, he can play. Because he had a, a run-in with someone during the game, and it, was, it wasn't it was pretty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he wasn't on the list that LaFleur went over on okay. Monday. Okay, all right. So but, he yeah. but Aaron Jones is, sounds like he's on. Yeah, I, they think he has a chance to get back, yes. So they've got their in, not only losing five straight. How does that happen, too, to teams that always have problems winning? They always have a lot of injuries. Seems like. <laughs> yeah, well, like, <laughs> maybe to I mean, contribute like, to why, it. Why does my temperature keep going up? I mean, it's kind of sick. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I was laughing about Christian Watson because we and Mickey's Mickey's acting like he wasn't on. No, board. I was. I liked what I saw. Uh-huh. I did. So I was all on him until the first play of the season when he dropped an eighty-yard touchdown. Oh yeah, that guy. Yes, that guy. Okay. Saw I mean, that. the the pack that was the Saw turning that. point. The turning point of the Packers season. I, I think it was, it, I know it was the first series. Might have been the first play of the season. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers hit this guy in stride, in stride right in the hands. And it took me right back to draft day when I was touting this guy. And, <laughs> and supposedly, producer Supreme can vouch for this. Uh, there are scouts around the league who said, no, that guy nope, can't catch. He can't catch. I remember you saying that. <laughs> well, you know what happens, that. though, at that time, you you know, unless you watch all the games, you see the highlights and you're going, oh, this guy's pretty big. And mm-hmm. somebody in the scouting department said, well, he is what we saw. He was very inconsistent catching the ball. Right. He's uh, He has a chance still to be a really good well, guy. Well, uh, uh, is it Jamar? Lamar Chase? Chase? Uh, he has Jamar. Jamar Chase. He had problems. Yeah, coming out of college. That's and, right. And, also, and in preseason and in last pre-season. year, and, and then and all drops. of a sudden he started go. catching everything in sight. So you can't always go by that. Yeah, Some the drops kind of get pushed to the side in college, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. like, oh, look at the yards, look right. at the catches. And Watson has had some injury issues uh, the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't be as a wide receiver. You can't be, you know, fifty-fifty like. No, you can't. I'll, I'll catch it. Oh, no. you know, the other thing on Watson. This ain't you baseball. Can, you can bat 500 baseball. in baseball, and it's really it's good. Amazing. And I always say you can't bat, bat 500 in the journalism business. You can't That's be true. 50-50 and telling true. it right or wrong. That's right. True. And the other thing on Watson, uh, in the defense of us who thought that he had some potential in the league, the emphasis was on the potential in the league, yeah. not as a guy who could come in. Because he – I think – 
he may have just had like 38 catches in college at North Dakota State. They didn't throw the ball much, oh, you know. Okay. I mean, you see how the North Dakota State quarterbacks are doing in the league, right? Mm. Mm. He got injured. Come on. But, but yeah. Carson Wentz? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you spell that? <laughs> W-I-N-C <laughs> Oh, I like that that's, that's good And Trey Lance out in San Francisco yeah, that's, what, so, that's the injury, that's the injury you're to, yes. referring to mm-hmm. Alright, uh, we've got much to get into Including an emotional Mike McCarthy Yesterday at hey. his press conference When we come back on Mixed Shots in a moment The Medal of Honor Is our country's highest military award For valor in combat More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh, Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Back, back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860. That's kpostcompany.com. All right, uh, Everson, would you like to say what you were gonna wanted to say starting off the show? You want to save that? I want to do it now because okay. we are on a roll. I really want to know what the Rooney Rule. Mm. How was that applied? applied towards this Indianapolis Colts signing or hiring of Jeff Saturday? 
because sounds like to me that was just like, like a good old boy situation going on up there. I don't think it applies to interim. Interim. Interim head coaches. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't have time to do a search mm-hmm. during the middle of the season. Is Somebody's got to take Most over. candidates are under contract elsewhere. Yeah. It, would you but. consider that a loophole? No, because I bet it's just for the rest of the season. So what if he does well? Well, then, then they need to have then you a have full search a regardless. Full search. Yeah. At the so they will not be allowed necessarily just, just on paper stamp right. to just say, hey, you, right. we want, he won out. Let's say he has a winning yeah. record on the way out. We want you for next year. I think they have to go through a search. They have to go through the process now. They mm-hmm. can't just say, okay, we don't need anybody else. This well, you know guy. what? I mean, to, to research that, it's like what did the Cowboys do with Jason? When they elevated him to mm-hmm. head coach, mm-hmm. and then they signed him to, and that was twenty ten. But Jason was a coach <laughs> on the <Yeah>. staff. <laughs> you <Yeah>. understand? <laughs> right. So they have basically, even though he wasn't a Saturday. Yes, he was Saturday. not coaching high school Catholic sports or whatever. He's, right. Yeah, he, he was. They in went the NFL. They technically went outside the organization <laughs> yeah. to hire this interim head that's coach. That's right. And by that's what right. do you mean by Catholic sports? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was. Yeah, I guess that did kind of make it sound a little Private bit more derogatory, school. right? But uh, and I don't not, and I don't know if he actually. He's not, he wasn't currently the private school coach. Yeah, what, how did it, why was that even mentioned? Because that's it was, the only reason I that was his it was, coaching experience. Yeah, because oh, it was so in the Adam, be coaching right now. I think no, he wasn't. No, he I'm wasn't saying presently that's coaching. Coaching. that was his coaching. I thought experience. he was going to have to retire from coaching the high school team. No, in order no, to, no. Okay, he didn't walk away from. So he does have that, coaching. That, he that does have coaching experience. experience. Wow, I stand corrected. And go back to the Catholic thing. I stand corrected. Yeah, that's right. A private school. <laughs> right. You know what? Doug Peterson, when he before he was hired by yeah. the now he wasn't hired as a head coach right out right from the private school in Louisiana where he was coaching. But he was a high, after he retired from the NFL and it's probably his kids. Kind of, probably the same thing Jason Witten's doing at Liberty Christian in Argyle mm-hmm, here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where uh, he coached uh, at a private school in Louisiana. I, I don't remember how many years, three or four years, and then the Eagles hired him, I think, as an assistant, and then he yeah. eventually became the head coach there. So, so if you have a if you <laughs> if you're in search for an interim coach. Just for for lack of of time, you can just throw can anybody in there. We we are candidates so right the, here. Is wait, that come wait, on, man? No, this no, is not right. No. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Come on, Arizona. Words of wisdom here. Arizona did it with Steve Wilkes when whoever got fired in Arizona, and he was the interim. Well, he became the head, the full time head coach. And then they, they They've done it in Carolina Where did he come right from? now. Where did he come from? What was his his uh, experience? Carolina? Well, he, he Carolina. Was, he, Carolina now, but in Arizona. He, he was Carolina before going to Arizona. In Arizona, what was he before he became Arizona's interim coach? Wasn't he interim there, or did they hire he, he's, him? He's the interim in Carolina else? right now. Right now, but he, not in Arizona. No. In Arizona, what was his his, his uh, background before he became interim? No, he's Not saying either. he wasn't interim oh, okay. in Arizona. Okay. I thought he I had like taken over. That. And once again, even he has NFL experience. Whether yes. he was hot, yeah, and he, see, was, he had again, been a defensive. <laughs> right. See, once again, we're, we're, you know, this is different here. I mean, everything you're bringing up, it's almost close to protocol. But you can just hire anyone. When I say anyone, we are candidates. The Cowboys. See, Cowboys could do the same with Jason Witten if they wanted to. So if to they me, needed an or, interim. Or Mickey Spagnola. That's right. So in regards to the Rooney. 
<laughs> in regards to the Rooney Rule and really how it's applied, that to me is almost you a know, loophole. You know, that that is a great example. Okay, I'm not obviously there's things are going great here right now, but <laughs> Jason now Jason Witten is actually coaching right now, and I don't know how long Saturday coached uh, at this that private is, yeah, school yeah. till you know. Sunday, I think <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yeah, but but if yuck yuck yuck, <laughs> I got you. I'm trying to stay focused. I got it, here. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to stay focused here. Go ahead, Bill. But anyway, uh, Witten and Saturday yeah. are that. Those They're are two. Similar. Yeah, very similar situations. Like if ever three years from now, four years from now, that Jerry was looking for an interim head coach, Witten would be a prime candidate. And that is BS. <laughs> I mean, I love Witten. And, and once uh-huh. again, everyone talks about what a great guy Saturday is because I see him on, on TV. Everybody loves him. They, he's smart. He's, you know, he's a great guy. He, you know, he was a center for Peyton Manning. So he knew the game. He knows the game very well. But, you know, this is to me a very convenient loophole. For the NFL. Well, you could be hired as the interim head coach. Once again, <laughs> let's be realistic here, <laughs> okay? Because it just, to me, that's something that really needs to be addressed. Let's say a coach gets gets fired on in week two, and then you bring in an interim. And that interim is someone who clearly should not be, be coaching. Well, here's a, 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 a sort of a parallel. It's not a coach, but it's a GM. John Lynch was hired from That's the broadcast another. booth to become the general another manager great of the guy. San Francisco 49ers. And who's doing a great job. Uh-huh. That's right. Well, but you, it's not yeah. a that's not it's not about after the fact. It's the 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 practices the, the hiring practices that should be adhered to from the beginning. And when you start talking about interim coach, to me that ain't nothing but a loophole. So Jeff Saturday's like, "Okay, uh I can't find anybody out there that really would be a qualified head coach." head coaching candidate, since I'm consulting you guys, why don't you just go ahead and pay me that two-plus mil or whatever they're paying him? Well, Did they talk about how much he's being paid? You would, you would have broadcast. Because we're talking money here, guys. Did they talk about how much money he got paid for? No, I hadn't seen coach? that, no. I have not seen it. it yeah. has to, I'm, I'm sure they've agreed on something already because he is now the interim head coach. So it's been agreed upon. Your broadcast experience on the podcast would be right. your experience, right? See, but I'm waiting, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could be assistant head coach with, with, with McCarthy right now. I could be that, that that guy on his shoulder every once in a while. You know, I could do that. So, no, I, I just think it's something that as we look at it, uh, it can be a problem because now this interim head coach, even though he was never qualified to be an interim head coach, if he does well, which would be great for him, then it almost kind of gives him a head start in regards to next year's position. You understand? Yeah. And that, to me, should be addressed in the Rooney Rule. I've got to, Interim head coaches should be addressed in the Rooney Rule. Go ahead, Bill. Okay, I've got it cleared up on uh, Jeff Saturday and his previous coaching experience. At that Catholic school. This <laughs> little lightness. Which otherwise known as Hebron Christian Academy oh, hey, in Hebron. Georgia. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, 2017, he became the head coach there. And he was there 17, 18, 19, three years, and then he resigned. Uh, he had a 20 and 16 record, oh, made the playoffs it. every year, <laughs> won three playoff games. So every there you go. Year. There's his coaching experience. So, I mean, now we're talking about, you know, John Lynch, who 
first of all, doing a great job. Mm-hmm. You're a great guy, great job, smart as hell. Uh, you know, San Francisco is doing well because of him. How he got hired, still, we don't know how or why, number one. We don't even want to talk about Kingsbury. We don't even want to talk about that. This guy got fired, right, from Texas, Texas Tech. Tech yep. You talk about falling uphill <laughs> and getting a job in the NFL. He's about to fall again. Yeah, he's about there. to fall his ass <laughs> right on out of there. So, I mean, this is just really something that should be uh, buttoned down in the Rooney Rule. It really should be – I think it needs to be revitalized or, I don't know, somehow, somehow retooled to where it's more effective because – it's really not as effective as it should be, especially when you're talking about this loophole. This is a loophole that I'm sure some teams are aware that is there in the Rooney Rule when you're talking about interim coaches. But it's it's a temporary hire. And how temporary? Right? Not just temporary, but temporarily uh, <laughs> financially. <laughs> yes. Maybe a break. We're talking money here, man. You just throw away money to a guy who coached barely 500? In high school? <laughs> Speaking of throwing away money, did you see how much Frank Reich's making sitting on his couch? Talk to him. Oh, after they fired him? Yeah, he's making $200,000 a week till 2026. Oh, damn. Wow. How much is Matt Rule making? <laughs> About that much, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's better than a pension. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. Two, yeah, $200,000 a week till 2026, I read. And so when you're talking about an organization as the NFL and how – I mean, it's the most popular game in town. Let's just be real. Baseball, basketball can't compare. And you're just letting them throw away money like this, just throw it around? To me, that needs to be addressed. Because it's like you don't care that this guy is not qualified at all and you're throwing him millions of dollars? I know he's getting at least two mil. And to me, I just, I, it's just something that just, uh, as, as uh, Gene Stoller used to say, it chaps my ass. Mm. <laughs> and I'm sorry. It does. Somebody well, got to talk uh, to me. Let's go get some salve for him because it's time to take a <laughs> Is it, Okay, my bad. I need some salve. Okay. <laughs> here we are. My bad. All right. Uh, an emotional Mike McCarthy when we yes. come back here on Mix I'm Shots. emotional too, damn it. <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. 
Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back, to mixed shots. Night Market, Market at the Star. Knock out all your holiday shopping during back-to-back days of Market at the Star. Presented by Flea Style. Flea Style. On November 17th, (laughs) make sure to shop from 30-plus festive vendors at Night Market at the Star from 4 to 9 p.m. Then come back and see us on Saturday, November 18th from 10 to 2 p.m., to explore goods from 50-plus local vendors. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. Nice. Okay. Everson, you're going to love this segment. (laughs) Okay, we're talking about going home. We're talking about Mike McCarthy, Mm -hmm. his press conference yesterday. He's going back to Green Bay. Okay, Mickey, uh, tell us, uh, fill us in on your thoughts on uh, Mike when he was asked about going home. Well, um, I'm going there to win, you know, and he, he stayed with it. And the other thing that the players got out of it uh, was he said that you should uh, go back and reflect on what you did that was home that helped you propel to where you are today. And I, it kind of stuck with some of the players. I think uh, Tyler Smith was really good about it. He said, yeah, sitting here. And thinking where I came from and what I did, and now I'm starting in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I reflect on what got me here. Yeah. Uh, and then they kept probing at him. And uh, at one point he said, this is BS. You're just trying to get me to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Which meant he was about to cry. Right. And he got he got emotional. And he got and, very you know, he talked about his uh, daughter was born there. Daughters were daughters born there. Bo- his wife plural. grew up there. Yeah, that's and, crazy. and then they, that's when they he still have their place there. And it, that's when he started. And then he had to do this. He, he you can tell the tears were tear uh, uh, welling. Yeah. And then he had to hit the podium. Like this, right, right, man up, man up, Uh, man up, yeah, yeah, been there, but it was, you know, and I understand (laughs) it was cool, you know, and that was one of the questions I was going to talk about you because I don't think you had much remorse, maybe. Oh, wait, 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 that's where I wanted to go. Oh, wow, all right, so don't let me steal Bill's stuff, yeah, yeah, it's just mixed shots, spoiled it. I was about, I was about to say. Do we know of anyone who <laughs> was let go unceremoniously at a place and then um, came back and then came back and one I don't know of I anyone can, like that. One thing I can say as we move on from, to the obvious, one thing I can say is mine was more of a an anger, mm-hmm. revenge, you know. So I didn't have time to get emotional the, about it. In 1990, when the schedule came out. 
Was there a game that you circled on of the course. schedule? Of course. It was that the was second it. game it of the two year. Games. He's, well, he's no, two games. Both but, of them. But, yeah. but one of them, <laughs> yeah. the first one, coming home. was the second game of the season, and it was at Texas Stadium, mm-hmm. coming home for Everson Walls. I'm going to get my licks in right now because from what I heard, Jimmy Johnson wrote a book. And so, I'm interviewing him tomorrow. So I'm sure he got some BS in there. Oh, I got yeah. I, I just got my copy yesterday yeah, right, in the mail, and and uh, I'm, I'm sure interviewing him tomorrow there morning. Is there something you'd like me to ask him tomorrow yeah, morning? Don't ask my damn thing for me. How about that? You can right, ask him. I need a copy of the book. <laughs> but no, um, uh, I, yeah, my whole thing was, and speaking of Jimmy, yeah, it was it was all about coming back, and uh, you know, I, I I don't need much motivation. But I knew that uh, uh, it would be sweet to come back and, and not just kick the Cowboys' butts, but to get to let him know what he already knew. Yeah, he that, did. That, 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 you know, it, when it, it comes down to— That was one of those premeditated examples. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I did not like—I didn't like being used as an example. Right. I was here before you were here. No one knew of Jimmy Johnson. I was born here. So this is my town. You understand? So for him to come in and try to make all these arrangements and stuff, I, I was really didn't appreciate it. And that's what I brought back with me to it. But you want to make sure that your anger doesn't overwhelm you. Right. You want your anger to be to be fueled, but you will still want to be poised right. in everything you did. And I had a hell of a game that game. You had an interception. Uh, of course. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. But you, you weren't. You did weren't, I play? Yes. No, I had an interception. I had this. You weren't out. You weren't out on the field gritting your teeth and going, oh, "Okay, I'm going to make no, this." No. You know, it's in your preparation, That's probably. Right. That's right? right. It's of like course. I got to be prepared for this. But the the funny thing is, after the game, you know, Jimmy's so emotional, man. That's his. Well, that's his strength and his problem right. is his emotion. And so he felt uh, somehow that he had to come in and shake my hand first before he shook Parcell's hand after the game. And, you know, I took that as a, a matter of respect, but also a, a somewhat of a regret from him. Like, yeah, maybe I did screw up. And, you know, that's why he was trying to catch up with me here lately and finally caught up with me and apologized for cutting me. And oh, really? I, oh, he did. And he, and he said he had a couple of other um, – uh, apologies as well. He said he never should have gotten rid of Jack Del Rio as well mm-hmm. uh, when he uh, let both of us go. He said, I should have stayed at safety and helped the young guys uh, in, the, in that secondary. And he also said that Jack Del Rio should have hung around <clears throat> and helped with those young linebackers as well. Well, he would have been the best linebacker, right? Because he went through 91 Del Rio, mm-hmm. if I remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would have been better than Robert Jones, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. they drafted in the first round and mm-hmm. probably regretted it, didn't get a second contract. Right. But Jimmy had a way of trying to send messages through some of his actions. Yeah, and he's still trying to send messages publicly uh, about me, which I don't appreciate at all, because he's rewriting history in regards to our encounters. So I'm sure the book will have something to say about that. I can't but wait I, to get I home. My, I put it in my book as well. So yeah. <laughs> he has a chance to fire back. That's his thing. He has that right. But we all we both know the truth, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, and this, uh, if this works out for McCarthy the way it did for Everson going home, all right, Giants won that game over the Cowboys 28-7, to yeah. and Everson had an interception. You know, he had a pick six in that game. Lawrence Taylor. He sure did. That's right. <laughs> All right. It was, uh, so yeah, I'm going on the record right. already. Micah Parsons is going to have a pick six in McCarthy's return <laughs> to Green Bay. Okay. Now, now, McCarthy did say in in the 
you know, he said despite the they asked him about leave, you know, how it ended, and he said, yeah, there was a dent in the relationship, yeah. but again. Uh, it's not. It, he made it sound like it wasn't about the Packers. It's the people that he left behind. Yeah. And when I think about going from, you know, and I didn't get fired, but I left Jackson to come to Dallas. And when I think back about those days, it's not so much who I was working for. It was the people right. that I met, and it was hard to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can imagine for him, 13 years, do you realize that's the – Second longest tenure of a Green Bay Packers coach. Wow. Only Curly Lambeau had more. And I think he probably was the owner at the time, too. Mm-hmm. They got the stadium <laughs> named after him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, but he was there longer. But his 13 years outdid Lombardi. So there's, and, there's really no Rooney rule back then. <laughs> yeah. The owner is uh, I the got coach. it. Ah, well, I don't these guys. Look at George Hallis, right? You know, you know. But when, when you, you know, and that's never lost on me is how the, the people, it doesn't just football players and athletes. Yeah. You know, everybody's got their story, man. Right. And it's impactful. I mean, you had to move you have to, to pick up how many times we talked about this earlier how many times have you had to change jobs I mean that's just too many times in your life that you've had to do that so I never look at athletes as anyone special that had to go through right. that because everyone's story to me man it kind of it makes you what you are right now what, whatever you went through that's why you who, who you are right now that's why we got mixed shots right now that's right because you had to go through that crap you had to go through mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I'm everybody's right. got that story that that motivates them. I had one forced leaving and one basically terminated, yeah. right? And yeah. I was like, okay, I'll go back that's and right. show them. And you're it still was my, here, damn right. And I was my motivation. <laughs> that's you know? right. And that's the feeling you got to have. And one was like just making things miserable, and it was the best thing to happen because it gave me the motivation to move on. It's and like see, time to go. There's anger. And that was which one? Uh, f- from Columbia, Missouri okay. to Jackson, Mississippi. Right. But yeah. see, that there's the anger there, but that, that you didn't take that anger didn't defeat you. No, you use it as fuel. It was my motivation. That's it. Mm. That's it. You it's gotta love I'll that. You gotta them. love that, bro. And by you the way, in 1990, I don't know if I showed them, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you're still here. You by, showed yourself. That's all that matters. By the way, in 1990, <laughs> when Everson Walls returned to Dallas and the Giants were victorious in that second game of the season. What happened at the end of that season? Everson Walls walked off the field victorious in a Super Bowl. And so if history can play out with Mike McCarthy the same way. (laughs) You got me right. That's it, Bill. I'm setting my my, my, my plane out there right now. I think think Bill's got his uh, pick and pick the click. It's going to be Mike McCarthy. baby, for the Super Bowl. That's right. He's going to pull the strings. You know what we need to do uh, maybe tomorrow? Get it, Mike on? Uh, yeah. What, That'd be great. We're at the halfway point of this season. Yeah. Right. Basically right now. Unofficial. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, halftime of the game on Sunday would be mm-hmm. the exact halfway mm-hmm. point of the season. I was thinking about this the other night. Go ahead. Think about where the Packers are, where the Bucks are. I think the Packers were my team to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. We need to, uh, at the halfway point, uh, pick who's going to be in that Super Bowl. And let's, it, let's... it is not easy Coming okay. up with a team from the NFC. No, it's not. I, I think we need to to refine it a little bit better than that. Like, who's the favorite right now? Well, well the, the Eagles would be the favorite right now because no, they're the only our eyes. team. In yeah. our right. eyes. Right. Yeah, in our eyes. Yeah. 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 So and you and we look at because it's the halfway point. Yeah. yeah. I mean the Cowboys are sitting there six and two and 
the coach that was on the hot seat. And right now. Kind of in the freezer that's now. That's right, baby. And Okay, yep. let's do it even more than that. Let's not just, not just that, but how about uh, the MVP right now? Uh, in the, in the, yep. the I season. like it. Let's I like it. Too. And then you know, at the halfway point, and then we'll figure it out at the end yeah. of the season yeah. just uh, how yeah. things changed. But even the AFC, now Josh Allen's hurt. I mean, this is a UCL, that's a Tommy John type injury. And so the landscape is changing in the AFC, that's too. Crazy. That's what makes this unbelievable. That's his second time, this. though, right? Having the problem with that? Yeah, the second with time. With his elbow? With his yeah. elbow, yeah. So. Anyway, all right, So, uh, and then, of course, we'll dive deep into these Packers as the week goes on here. Mm-hmm. We've kind of done that. Yeah, we maybe did. we might <laughs> talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> dive. And uh, so, anyway, we will shout at you again tomorrow at noon here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?